The Smurl sisters are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Taylor insists she's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on her wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? My sister, my sister, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I am your oldest sister, Sydney Smurl. I'm your middle sister, Taylor Smurl. And I'm your sweet, sweet baby sister, Riley Smurl. That's right. We've taken over. That's right. We've done it. <laughs> we find that this is what we've been shooting for. This has been our secret agenda all along. We have ascended the <laughs> podcast ladder and we have reached the top. <laughs> and like Chilean miners oh, emerging no. from... No, Justin already warned me not to do that. <laughs> Uh, I I reverted to my maiden name just for the show. I could tell. Yeah, I noticed. Well, the oh. flow it sounds better. You know. Yeah. The, the rhythm, the yeah. speech. It sounded. We we still have our last names, so you're the one that messed up. <laughs> I still have it. You're the only one that messed it. up and lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't lose my last name. Smurl just moved to the center of my name. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But mm-hmm. I did ditch Anne. Wow. I know. Well, that's all right. I lost the Anne. Yeah, click out of that smurl because there aren't many of us out there in the world. It's a weird sound. Kind of sounds like a disease. You gotta only <laughs> <laughs> so many it. of us. And most smurl. people think it's smearl. 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 Or swirl. Or swirl. Smearl. It sounds like a computer, like one of those old programs, like when you get them to read. That's like, like a robot would read your text. <laughs> Mrs. Smearl. That's like the call I get when I miss school and dad always gets a call. It's like, your daughter, Ryla Smearl, was absent today. <laughs> mm. um, now, I will say, sisters, I'm going to warn you both, although I, this is really just for Taylor. Even though this is a takeover of uh, oh, Bam to Sim Sam. We will still be profanity free. I thought that's it. I was no. just, I was going to hope to like, instead of ask permission, ask forgiveness on that one. And just, <laughs> just, uh, just give guess. me the task of putting a bleep in every time you say cuss word. You can bleep. Come on. You can even work on your bleeping skills, Riley. You got to get those editor skills up to, up to, to snuff. That's true. We never challenge you with that. That's true. Yeah. I won't no. challenge you with bleeping today. We'll, we'll keep it clean. But we will be giving advice. Yeah. And it will be dirty. No. No, it won't. No. <laughs> Never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> I take that back. It won't it won't be. It'll just We need regular. Riley to stay on the show, Sydney. Don't don't scare I'll just run away, away if you start. <laughs> Riley has disappeared. There's a Riley shaped hole in the wall and she is gone. <laughs> no. But we did collect uh questions from you, our listeners. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Thank you also for donating to Max Fun because that's why you're listening. Because that's this why you're oh, yeah, you're in the episode. club. Yes, to the super secret Miss <laughs> M. Sam that only exists in your imagination until well, now. Until now, 
So should podcast of your dreams. Should we do our questions? Let's That's do what it. Do right. Okay, I will do. I read the questions. Do it because I am sister. the I am the oldest sister. So my job is to read real questions. And then Riley reads the fake questions. And apparently Travis doesn't do anything. Get away! Thank you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've pre- you've prepared a, a sad lib, right? Oh, crap. No, you, <laughs> ah, Taylor. You know what? No, you didn't ask me to because you didn't want to hear one because nobody wants to hear a sad lib. And we all know this. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We still thank Taylor for Taylor, though. Taylor for Taylor. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Our first question. Hello, sisters. So my roommate had recently brought a friend to our place to introduce me and hang out. They seemed pretty nice at first. At one point, I said some really funny stuff. <laughs> it was me editing and made both my roommate and her friend laugh a whole bunch however shortly after my friend pulled out her phone to check her twitter and nudged her friend laughing apparently her friend had taken the funny stuff i had said and tweeted it thus claiming it as their comedic property i found this unacceptable but being flustered not knowing this person very well and with no negative response from my friend i said nothing i have not used twitter so i'm wondering if twitter is this I think I can say this godless hellscape where the law does not exist and any person's <laughs> mind property is freely grabbed at and pulled away from them like steak to wild dogs. I am right to be, am I right to be unappreciative of this thievery? Correct. How do I deal with this chuckle siphoning friend, jacking my goofs if they strike again? Do I need to find a good lawyer assigned? It was funnier when I said it in Boston. Hmm. Well, are any of you guilty of this first off? No. Uh, I don't do this. I am a victim of this. Uh, as I as well. Justin steals my <laughs> jokes <laughs> and tweets them. Although typically now on Twitter, he'll like he'll start crediting me. He'll do the what is it? Real life retweet R L R T. Is yeah. that what it is? Riley? Real life retweet. Yeah. Means? Like typically he'll do that um, to credit me because he knows I'm going to see it, and uh-huh. I'll go, "Hey, that was my joke." <laughs> But sometimes he steals it in other comedic platforms and doesn't credit me. Like Poodcast? Maybe. Oh, man. Yeah, I I have a, I think it's just, I don't know, in, in, the, in my group of friends, I'm the jokester. I'm the one that's supposed to be there. <laughs> like, <laughs> they all have other qualities. I'm the one that has to say the funny sardonic things. And, uh... You know, so I just I just kind of feel like sometimes when that happens, it's like, well, that's my gift to you. That is my purpose in our circle of friends. Um, But I think you have every right to be insulted if you do not feel so generous, especially if it's not somebody that you're you're good friends with. that You don't want to give them a good, good goof joke. I think that's my biggest problem is that they didn't say that. Yeah, they didn't say I'm going to tweet that I'm going to steal that. I'm going to steal that. Just letting you know before I do, this is mine now. Well, now, I mean, like, Justin and I have an agreement. Like, he tells me I'm going to steal that. And I say, okay. Well, then you can't be upset about it. Well, then right. I'm not. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you tell, I think if you tell somebody, then, I mean, because then it gives you the opportunity to say, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to tweet that. And then you just go, no. Don't. Don't. I'm saving that for it's my mine. routine. <laughs> that's that's actually t you just shout tm right tm tm <laughs> tm on that goof and then it's yours and no one can steal it uh first of all i think that you're absolutely right to be upset about it mm-hmm. because it is your it is your intellectual property it was your joke fair and square yeah um but man asking us how to confront somebody in an awkward situation Ooh. 
<laughs> no, this is this is what I think you do. I think you get revenge because, and this is how you do it. This person clearly can't be funny on their own. Maybe they don't have a good like barometer for what funny is. They were writing Ooh. these things down because your friend was laughing at it. You got to get another friend in on it. You have that person over again. You tell some straight out stupid, dumb, not funny stuff and get your other friend to laugh out loud at it. LOL. And then this person's going to tweet and look like a big old dumbo because I think, <laughs> I think that's a that's great idea, good. right? I think that's a great idea. You gotta like yeah, incept the unfunny into them. <laughs> they just start <laughs> tweeting out nonstop dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a really good one about mushrooms. If you want to borrow it, it's not actually good. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I, I. I thought maybe you could create like your own Twitter account and then subtweet them. Create your own. <laughs> you saw it on just Twitter, <laughs> but you don't already have one. Create your own new Twitter account <laughs> and say some. Dumb dumb stole my good goof. Attack them, please, to all of your no followers. <laughs> no, you, that you just, is that the aim of subtweeting? Uh, yeah. No, you, you just subtweet it with like a dash in your name, so then it becomes a quote. <laughs> it's like you tweet underneath, like from me. You're welcome. Yep, yep, from me, I said this. <laughs> Maybe you stage an intervention for them. Mm. Listen, you don't have a sense of humor. And you've been using <laughs> and you that can't have mine to steal mine. <laughs> and it ha- I've written a letter. I'm going to read you now about why this has hurt me. <laughs> but maybe it's gonna be a business opportunity, though. Like maybe this person they just want to give out some funny tweets. So you're like, that's cool, five dollars a tweet. I will give you nonstop funny content for a very, very fair price. <laughs> that's excellent. Just write a bill. <laughs> Make- <laughs> and next time you're hanging out just be like hey by the way here's your bill <laughs> when they're like what for you're like oh for all the jokes you the jokes of mine that you used on twitter that i wrote for you that, that gave you all of those plentiful retweets and favorites that yeah. cost real money you yeah. i need your cash you don't believe in paying writers for their art is that what you're saying basically Jeez. i came up with that with my mind you came up with that with my mind and your fingers, so I feel like I'm the one with the the money in need here. Bill them, please. Bill them. Yes. That's yes. that's the answer. <laughs> Riley, hey, do you all want a Yahoo? Yes. Uh, this Yahoo was not sent in by anybody because we had to do all that ourselves. It's <laughs> from <laughs> 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 Yahoo answers user Stacy, who asks, "Can you ID someone by their poo?" In the last month, somebody has pooed four separate times on the doorstep on my hairdressing salon. I wanted to know if someone can be traced by it. <laughs> Sydney, you're a doctor. <laughs> I, I, I guess I should take the lead on this one. Um, first of all, I think I think your first move has to be to take the sign that apparently is hanging over your doorstep that sounds, please poo here. <laughs> please poo here. Please take that sign down. Why is everybody pooping on your doorstep? What do you think Wait, happened to the so, people that went to this hair salon? Like, <laughs> oh, gotta go. Oh, no. <laughs> Not again. Not again. Well, wait. So, second, second thing to maybe figure out is, are there dogs anywhere in your neighborhood? <laughs> are, why are you? Yeah, are we sure it's not? <laughs> like, why did you go straight to, like, uh, angry human pooping? <laughs> Do you think she knows because someone like left a note like this was me? <laughs> like You'll I think never she knows. Catch me. She made somebody mad enough to want to poop on her salon, and I think Four she knows times. that. <laughs> 
Now, I mean, the other question is, why do you assume it's the same person? <laughs> Maybe it just looks like a really good spot for pooping. That just looks like the, the A number one squat spot. And so, <laughs> so everybody's got a squat there. And they hear from other buddies like, dude, did you hear about this really, really good place to poo? It's on the front store of this hairdressing salon. Trust me. I know it sounds bad, but trust me. And then all their friends it's, go try it out like, dude, you were right. It's ergonomics. It just has the perfect shape. Like you can get like it's OK. You know, the squatty potty. You don't even need one here. It's the exact <laughs> like like space between the steps. You just squat and it's perfect. You get all the poop out. Um. But, but I think the question here is, can you ID someone by their poop? And I, is there like a, is there, and I don't know, a national poop database? Does that exist? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, I mean, poop-based identification. Like, when criminals are arrested, they get fingerprinted, and we take a sample of your poop, and now we know forever if you commit a crime. Does that happen? I don't know how crime works. Crime. Well, but I think you could, I think you could drastically, like, if you wanted to hide your identity, you just, like, completely change your diet. <laughs> but is there not like, something Tay, else you just, in? Th- is that why you went vegan? <laughs> Tay, that's you why you're the one vegan now. On this I, I'm, I'm changing my modus pooperandi. <laughs> you're just hiding your poop identity. <laughs> I committed some major poop-based crimes that I'm not very proud of, and uh, I had to just completely reinvent myself. I'm in the, the poop witness protection agency now. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 poop matched our old database of Taylor Smurl, but her current sample is completely different. It's got much more fiber, a distinct lack of protein. I think what we're actually, instead of answering the question, is telling people that want to poop on people's property frequently how to do it effectively. Change your diet on a regular basis. You're welcome. Change your diet. <laughs> poop on the world. away with it. I just want to know what went through the person's mind the fourth time when they decided <laughs> something needed to be done. <laughs> we know it happened three times already into the fourth time. They're like, all right, enough is I, enough. I, I think if we're assuming it's the same person, what you got to do is you got to stop and do like a personal inventory. Like, who's got that bad beef with me? Like, somebody's got some bad beef with you. <laughs> If, if they're just at four times pooping on your front step, like risking their own, like what's the weather out? Is it cold? Cause like then they're uncomfortable and they're still pooping on your front step. Right. So they really, they really got some bad beef. Maybe they actually do, but you can only tell if you check the <laughs> actual bad it. beef. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're pooping on the door. Maybe they can't make this business of bad beef. That's what happened. Karma. I gotta stop eating this bad beef. <laughs> I make it halfway home and I have to poop right on the same That's doorstep. That's what happens. This person there is, is a sick. place of, This is like a Sherlock Holmes crab. There's a place serving bad beef like like four blocks away. And that's the exact distance that someone can make it away from it before they have to crap themselves. Like <laughs> so the you got it and you can find their house. You look four blocks in the other direction and then circle in this area, in this apartment building. This is where the perpetrator lives. <laughs> oh man Uh, so i mean can you id someone by their poop maybe (laughs) maybe yeah i think like dna stuff it probably would be cheaper to like 
I, I think someone pointed this out the answer is like just get a camera before you go like hiring a forensic team of scientists to look at some poo but you know <laughs> i don't know crouching, like take me a picture around the corner with a camera waiting to take a picture of somebody pooping <laughs> no not like a polaroid i mean like a camera over your business <laughs> <laughs> I right, thought okay. you were like taking a hide out in the trash can. Get a camera. <laughs> <laughs> I th- th- was this this is like a Veronica Mars episode? I think. <laughs> what do you think would happen if they put like a a baby potty out there, like a little teeny baby toilet? Wait, that's a good. Just accommodate this person. Like maybe th- this aggression is is coming from somewhere they feel unwelcome. But if you just like put a little baby toilet there and be like, it's okay. I get you, and this is for you. It'll so all be okay. Get like one of the little, like, like Charlie's got a little Elmo potty. Yeah. You put an Elmo potty on your front step. It makes a, a noise when you flush paper, it. toilet so paper. Some hand sanitizer. Yeah. That'll be really nice. Yeah. And a snack bar. Yeah. Maybe pay, may, maybe, maybe they'll pay it forward by not pooping. <laughs> not pooping on your step anymore. <laughs> step anymore. How about, how about an actual question? Yeah, let's get an actual question. All right. Hey, sisters, I go to university now. That's college for those of us, I think, in the States. Oh. <laughs> and I haven't been super lucky in the friend department. No matter, I made a couple that I really do like. However, one of them always replies to my messages with a winky face. It could be, do you have a printer I could use? Or do you know what the assignment is for tomorrow's class? And the answer would always include a short one-word answer and a winky face. There's no way this person has been hitting on me. Trust me. So these are just platonic winky faces I get every so often. Do I confront this or do I, do, do I just bear with it? Missing oh. a non-weak mm. state in Mississauga. Mississauga. Should have practiced that beforehand. Mississauga. I don't wear foie gras. Foie gras. Foie gras. I'm against how, it. How are you so sure they are not hitting on you? They're, you said there's no way. They seem pretty sure. Because they said that in that sentence. <laughs> I know, but like, how are these? Trust me, they said. We have to trust them. All right, I guess. I, I mean, because that would be like, if this person in interaction face-to-face is completely 100% platonic, like nothing at all, and the only thing you're getting is a winky face, which is, I think, what he's describing, like that is definitely that is definitely some mixed emoji signals. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I will tell you, text messaging with emojis, I leaves me completely i often do not know what all those faces there are so many faces i'm going to hope that this person is using the old school winky face a semicolon and a parenthesis and not like the new the new fangled fancy faces Mm -hmm. um that's what i use by the way i'm on my i only use the (laughs) i know i always get a text with a little colon and the parentheses yeah sydney Mm. i like to keep it simple um, so we'll assume they're doing that. Uh, but I mean, okay. Here's maybe they a, think it's clever. Here's a thought. What if that's their name? And what? That's their, that's their signature. What if that's their nickname they want to go by is like. A symbol. Like like Prince went by a symbol. This person is going by winky face emoji. And that's their signature. So like really oh. their answer is like, what's one of the questions? Do you know what the assignment is for tomorrow's class? And it's like page 183 from winky face well and that's just their signature the, then we have a whole other problem which is you've made a friend who signs their text messages <laughs> like you've made father. a bad friend <laughs> which is yeah you may our dad is your friend now apparently <laughs> i hmm yeah you know because i'm somebody and i feel like i i 
hang out with a group of people that's a little younger than me and emojis are just part of their text messages like it's a normal thing and i always mm-hmm. feel like i don't know what is the normal human response in emojis to what you've asked me so i'll just put a smattering of like heart heart lipstick champagne glass tomato is there even tomato i don't know does this does this make me cool am i cool like maybe this person just doesn't know how to emojis so they're just like falling back on i think the winky face is a safe like amount of emojis like this this makes me sound friendly but also doesn't necessarily imply any emotional content right i think doesn't it no i think it's like a clever like i got you bud (laughs) <laughs> on every answer do you have a printer i could use yeah i got you bud i just wish that this person was typing out i got you bud <laughs> i feel like that's what a winky face in this context would would indicate like i got you bud so here's Don't what worry. you do you tell this person stop using winky faces use the new hip phrase i got you bud <laughs> i i think there a lot of people will also like adopt um like some text affectations that maybe if you saw like if you were talking to the person face to face we all do certain things like that phrases uh you know things that we like to say or do when we speak ways we gesticulate with our hands that are just part of who we are and our expression of the way we kind of communicate but when you're seeing someone face to face it makes a lot more sense there's so much that can be unclear and nebulous in a text message like, I, I remember there was somebody who uh, Justin and I had interactions with for a while for, like, a business situation who would text us and would end every text with an ellipses. Every single text. Uh-huh. Which is very... Makes you think they're either, like, very upset about something. Yeah, or, or like... <laughs> uh, and it was in emotional? negotiations over the house we were buying. So it was, like, or, like, this, pri- like this is the agreed-upon price is it (laughs) (laughs) we'll meet we'll meet to discuss and sign that contract next tuesday dot 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 or will we or will we (laughs) i mean that was i mean it made me feel like i was missing something or that he was upset with us or there was more to come it was a very um it now i will say as a negotiating tactic it was very clever because i always felt a little off like kilter like oh no i don't know what's coming next (laughs) what's going on but maybe like and maybe it in face-to-face contact, it would have just been like... An actual wink? Like, do you have a product I could use? <laughs> yeah, I do. Wink. I, uh, okay, that's weird when you say it that way. Sub-question, have either of you ever winked successfully? Because I never have. Like, no. <laughs> I, I can't. I have to, like, sit. <laughs> focus on it. Like, I, have I, to, I have to open my mouth really Cindy wide. She has to, like, open her other eye huge and raise both of her eyebrows yeah. and open her mouth as far as it can go. It, no, no one can see this, obviously, but what it looks like when Cindy tries to wink is as if she's being hit in one side of the head with a very large <laughs> snowball, and that yes. is her reaction. Like, <laughs> ah! It's kind of a, like a Calvin face. Yeah, very, very Calvin-esque. Can um, you imagine that, if you asked someone if they had a printer you could use and you were met with that face? Oh, <laughs> never mind. I don't want to toxic know. Avenger realness. I know. No I got you, bud. Ah. Wank. Yeah, make that noise, though. I mean, <laughs> maybe this, when you wink, you say that, right? Wink. wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think the best thing to do is to start ending all of your text messages to this person with the exact same winky face. There you go. Maybe it'll bring something to a head, you know? 
Like maybe or t- even two winky faces. Winky face up that person. Like get Start crazy with the emojis. With a winky face. Yeah. I think I think that's a great idea because then maybe maybe this is like the beginning of a communication and he like this person is just waiting for you to reciprocate. And as soon as you do, it's gonna unlock the mystery. They're gonna be like, finally, thank you. Go out with me. Or maybe it's finally thank you. You can be in my secret club the that you wink- have to use winky face emojis to get into. I don't know. You, you, you could also. <laughs> it's my secret pizza club. Have pizza. Maybe maybe it'll be great. Maybe you'll get pizza. Pizza club. Well, there's also. Uh, you could also just start ending all of your texts with the upside down smiley face. Because what the heck does that mean? I don't understand <laughs> that. And when I get it, I'm like, what are you trying to say? So just be even more confusing than this person is. <laughs> let me let me tell you. Give me let me give you one piece of advice though, from me to you, somebody who has learned this the hard way. <laughs> Don't use the eggplant, okay? I didn't Jeez, listen to me Cindy. missing a non-wink state. I didn't know this. My sisters have filled me in. The eggplant has some dirty connotations. Do not use it. Don't make my mistakes. Stick with the fried shrimp. That's okay, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I use that one. Is that That's, one bad? I, 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 I send that because everybody likes fried shrimp. Yeah, fried Yum. shrimp are great. Fried shrimp. Um, mm. Do you all want another <laughs> Yahoo? Yes, please. Yahoo. Uh, this again, not sent from anyone, uh, from Taylor actually. Um, from Yahoo Answers user. Woo! My name's on the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Karen asks, "Is the white powdery stuff on the outside of Hubba Bubba bubble gum cocaine or just powdered sugar?" My friend asked me this, and I said I didn't know, and she said these two options, and I didn't know, so I was just asking to make sure. Please answer. Also, I just wanted to be safe. That part was in parentheses. Like she didn't want anyone to hear. Like also, I just wanted to be safe. I, first of all, why are the two? There are two. There are only two possibilities. There are only two possible answers: powdered sugar or cocaine. Or cocaine. There, are, there are only two powdery white substances that you'll ever encounter in life. Is it not Clearly. flour? Could it be cornstarch? No, it's powdered sugar or, or cocaine. cocaine. I like to imagine that this person did some tests first. Like they, they devise some sort of like they have this little lab set up in their closet at home and like a bunch of beakers and test tubes and like various colors, liquids. And they're like, like scraping the powder off the hubba bubba bubba. <laughs> I'm like carefully putting it into a test tube and adding chemical reagents and then going, ah, I've come down to two possibilities based on my testing. This is either cocaine or, or it's powdered, powdered sugar. But, you know... I'm pretty sure that all the hubba bubba bubble gum that was ever made was made probably in a time when cocaine was legal. So it's not <laughs> an unfair question. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I guess there's one way to find out. <laughs> like eat it? Well, no, honey. Snort it, but okay. No, it's <laughs> like, a gum. No, I mean, even when you chew it, do you just want to chew it for like 18 hours? No, then maybe not. <laughs> That's, that's the thing here's what you got to do start chewing the bubble gum and just like videotape yourself the whole time you're doing it and if like on playback you're just like this gum this gum i love it this gum then it's cocaine <laughs> so when someone's doing cocaine they're just going these drugs these drugs i love it <laughs> i've never done cocaine but that seems what it would probably be like to me i don't know that's what my take on it is uh I mean, videoing yourself chewing hubba bubba bubblegum, which Taylor is right, was probably made 50 years ago. It would probably just be, oh, my jaw hurts. Oh, jeez, how long has it been? There's no flavor to this anymore. Why is my mouth so dry? 
Yeah. That's what the hubba bubba actually means. It's like a really old, like old timey term for cocaine. Like they used to call it like, give me a snort of that hubba bubba, baby. <laughs> hey there. Hey there. You, you got cat. that hubba bubba? <laughs> give me some hubba bubba. I'm, I'm, I'm flying high on that hubba bubba. You know what I mean. I, I don't I don't I don't have any more hepcats the only one I had uh, <laughs> you know what I mean daddy-o <laughs> give what, me some more hubba bubba but what is the white powdery stuff on hubba bubba bubba it's gotta be it's gotta be uh, like cornstarch or something right it's a, some kind of pres- preservative oh, I've gotta use the internet it, it, MSG I don't know maybe MSG <laughs> it could be that could be in a white powdery form I, I guarantee you it's not cocaine. I will start with that. We can talk about all the things it's not. First <laughs> is cocaine. Not, not Second cocaine. is any other drug. Yep. I've got those. Um, what about like something you like chalk? Kind of tastes like chalk. I mean, that would be more believable than cocaine. Absolutely. When was the last time you had hubba bubba bubble? I mean, it's not very good. The tape stuff. All bubble gum really has that powdery stuff. Well, not all, but I'm thinking of the little um, super bubble pieces. They got the powdery stuff on it too. Or the what is it, Bazooka Joe? The kind that came with comic books? I think it did. Yeah, yeah. But I but it's not sugar because it's not sweet. Hey, no. Do you do you want to know the actual scientific answer that I also found on Yahoo Answers? Is it cocaine? This, is it cocaine? I don't think this is the premise of Yahoo Answers, but I'll allow it. I, I kind of <laughs> actually wanted to know. Um, it's a finely ground sugar byproduct to keep the gum from sticking together. Ah, a you know, sugar byproduct that sounds particularly appetizing. Particularly cocaine like. Anytime the word byproduct is used in something I should eat, I feel like I shouldn't. Ah, but sugar byproduct. It's not, you know, it's not like an animal. Don't worry. What does a sugar produce? Right? A byproduct is like something that comes from something. I'm, so a sugar produces a thing. I'm assuming it's like a does byproduct a sugar have of, babies? of refining sugar. Yeah. Sydney, I was, why do you have to bring science into it? Like, <laughs> Sorry. Like, that's how, like, molasses is a sugar byproduct. And that's how we get rum. So, never mind. I, I spoke wrong. I like the sugar byproducts. So the answer is rum. The answer is that there <laughs> rum is on the outside. Yeah. Of hey, I don't know what the question is, but the answer is rum. Cool. Just in general. You're uh, welcome. My, my advice would be don't chew that. Hubba bubba bubblegum? No. Who wants that? Don't chew it? No. I don't. The big brand? I mean, don't, don't chew it hoping for cocaine. How about that? Well, that too, but also just don't, I mean, don't, Are you suggesting gum? there's a possibility that this person could be serious about the fact there is cocaine on the outside of this gum? Well, they're just trying to be safe, Riley. They yeah, just want to be safe. Yeah, but you're a doctor, Sydney. Well, Riley, I'm, I'm a lot older than you, and I've seen some things in my years, and this person may actually be asking this question. <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to be safe. There's a... Now I feel bad. They're trying to be she was safe. just trying to be safe. Hey, I mean, Coca-Cola used to have cocaine in it. So, and then that was around, made the same time that probably all of the bubble gum in the world was made. It's fine. It's a perfectly logical question. I understand. But they're safe. You're safe, Yahoo person. It's okay. So, what is gum in the first place? What is now gum? Now let's not think about that. This uh, is- I, I remember dad used to really hate the sound of us chewing gum. So he would tell us it was cow fat. 
Oh, I don't think that's. Although there probably was like an early version of something like gum that was similar, like like some kind of animal fat. I guarantee that's where that came from. Yeah, but uh, let's ask a real question. Yeah. Hi, ladies. I have a situation that is unique to my personal circles, but will not be unique to you. I am 25, and I have a baby sister that is about to turn two years old in April. My mom and stepdad had her when they were 45 years old. My question to you, as siblings who have experience with this sort of thing, is how can I be the best older sibling to this child with such a huge generational gap between us? I love her more than I ever thought I could love another human being, and I never want to become a back-in-my-day old man when she gets older. How do I keep my hip chillness when she's my age and all the kids are flying around on their hoverboards? Love you guys, and I hope you have a wonderful time with these questions, Sarah. Um, I mean, start a sweet. podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so start a podcast. Advice. Focus on your generational differences, and uh, outside of that, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna leave this one to you all because you all are the older ones here. How do you handle this huge generational gap? Uh, I. Well, I mean, I know all the cool lingo is Do the you? number one thing that I give me five can top lingo phrases. Um, fleet. Rafflecopter. Is Rafflecopter still relevant? Rafflecopter. Nope. That one. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bazoing. <laughs> uh, Bazoinga. <laughs> Um, lit okay wait let me repeat back to you what you said to me fleek rafflecopter yes uh lit and bazoinga so that's a big component knowing all of those cool words okay hey um and then uh, I know all the cool YouTubes. Again, I'll give you two a combined chance to give me three. I'll make it easier this time. Uh, actually, no, I can't. I can't name any YouTubers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's is, actually that's is gone now. Tana Hart in your generation? Tana Hart Tana relevant Hart? still? Oh, is that, yeah. Is that a good one name? Yeah. I do, love that do, lady. Dodiodi. Dodaloodle. Dodaloodle. Grace. Grace Hardberg. Hardberg. Pretty Grace. Pretty blonde Grace. <laughs> Grace Hardberg. There you go. Unboxing videos. <laughs> That's Charlie, but okay. <clears throat> Those are very in. See, this is, this is what we're trying to tell you, Sarah. You just got to know these kinds of things about all the hip things. Stay up to date and on keep your finger on the pulse of today. Well, and you know, like in a in a as serious I can surmise, which is not that serious answer. Um, uh, I think the one thing that you can be for your adorable little sibling, and that I think that Sydney and I are capable of being for Riley, is that we're you know we're not our parents, but we're not her age. We're kind of a middle ground, so we can still remember what it was like to be her age. And we're not quite, you know, old enough to like to like necessarily judge all of our actions. Like I think it's a you have a unique vantage point, and that's the thing. Like you know, like you're the you're the number one person that's gonna be able to remember what it's like to be, like you know, a kid, to be a teenager, to be a young adult. Like, and that's what you can give to her with a little bit more understanding than necessarily your parents can provide. I, I think that's a really good point. I don't think growing up that we had like a traditional sister relationship. Right. 
um, because you were so much younger. I, I was more like a an aunt. Maybe. I would say I always refer to you all almost as a cool a cool aunt. Yeah, uh, uh, there's a cool was, aunt here. Yeah, that was Taylor. Yeah. Taylor was more of the cool aunt who like got you like let you get into stuff. Yeah, <laughs> as you got older. <laughs> Oops. And I, I was more of like I think especially since Justin and I got married. Not you weren't too old when we got I mean, married. I was like four. So I think that I was more of like a, a another grandparent in your life, and that was one big advantage. Another is grandparent. I, well, I just kind of like. You would hang out with us and we would let you do anything you wanted. We would go buy you things and we let you like you convinced us to let you watch the South Park movie by telling us that mom had already let you watch it. Also Wonder Chosen. And Wonder Chosen. Like <laughs> we let you watch things we shouldn't have. We uh we let you eat whatever you wanted when you were with us. We were like, You want ice cream, you want milkshakes, you want chicken nuggets, you got it. Um, we basically just spoiled you and didn't make any rules for you, and then you loved us. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, that's your job, mom. That's you're the mom. Yeah. I'm the fun sister. I personally enjoy, and you all, of course, had a real. I want to say this is not a real sister relationship because it obviously is, but more of a traditional sister relationship in a sense, where you were growing up in the same household at the same time with the same parents. Um, uh, I almost like this relationship better, even though I've never had the other one, because I feel like there are times where it's almost like I'm an only child but I'm okay with it. And then there are times where it's like, I have someone I could talk to like a sibling that is not mom and dad that you don't have. If you're an only child, if that makes sense. I don't think that makes sense. I th- I, that's true. And I think, what are you missing out on? Like the, the knockdown drag outs that we'd have in like, the, <laughs> like and when the, Taylor and I used to like roll around in the field, pulling each other's hair and screaming until <laughs> mom came down yeah, you're and not pulled missing us off anything. each other. <laughs> no, I yeah, mean, that's I'm pretty a, good with what I have now. <laughs> you have a unique, uh, ability to be like someone who can provide guidance that doesn't sound like you know like a parental figure which to, you know we've all we've all been teenagers we've all been kids we know that that's the person that we you know unfortunately sometimes listen to the least even though they have the right things to say you can provide that and you've got the cool like i'm your cool older sibling window to play it through yeah absolutely I, I and i think I think that's definitely something that we've shared with you, Riley, is is I felt like I could talk to you about things sometimes that maybe you weren't ready to talk to mom or dad about. Mm-hmm. Mom, I should say. Not mm-hmm. really dads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you would talk to, to us about things. Um, I feel like I like if something's going on with you, I'm going to be able to help out. Like if mom's ever worried, like I think Riley's upset, she won't talk to me. I always feel like Taylor and I are like a, an extra we're here for you. You mm-hmm. feel more comfortable with us. And, yeah. Um, and then you, like, I hope that you've gotten, like, cool opportunities because of Taylor and I being older. Well, yeah. Like, going and spending time with Taylor in New York. I was going to say, if you have a sister who's old enough to live in a different place than you that you love visiting, you just get to stay there as long as you want. <laughs> Especially if that place is New York City. When are you yeah. coming back, kiddo? I mean, I'm gonna, I'll drive there now. All right. It's, it's, it's cold and raining here. And I have school. Hey, podcast is done. Sorry, Riley's coming to New York. <laughs> and and the, I mean, Sydney would take me to Kosai, and Justin would take me to Kosai, and there would be Giants concerts, and mm-hmm. that's not stuff you take, like, I mean, someone we, who's two years younger than you two. We also, like, flew you to Canada. I know. But I'm talking about, like, when I was younger. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We took you places. We were, like, extra people who were excited to, you know, especially before we had kid. Before we had kid. Before we had before we kid. Had kid. <laughs> you were like our <laughs> kid. 
Uh, and so we wanted to practice with you and do the kid stuff with I you. I was practice kid. And the, the experiences, even though there is a big age gap, the experiences, I mean, and this is, I mean, like, this is the premise of our entire podcast. The experiences <laughs> of youth are somewhat, I mean, like they're, they're transcendental. They're mm-hmm. just, they're timeless. There are certain things that are always true and, and the accessories might change, but the experience, their core experiences that translate no matter what time period you live in and being able to connect on that level, it doesn't matter what your age gap is. But you know what my favorite thing about having sisters so much older than me is? What? I got a podcast from it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that, there you go. If all else fails, Sarah, start, start a podcast. podcast. Start a podcast. Um, do you all want another Yahoo? Sure. Yeah. Uh, this is from Yahoo Answers user, no name, we couldn't find a name for this one, um, <laughs> who asks, my friend keeps calling me bub. What is a bub? It's in a playful way, and it doesn't bother me at all. He just likes to call me bub. What exactly is a bub? I, I think it's very uh, fortuitous that this is the one that we couldn't find a name for, because you just bub now. Yeah, you're bub. Well, thank you. You gave bub us a name, bub. What is a bub? <laughs> What's a bub? Oh, bub, I'm so sorry. I can't believe they would call you that. We can't even talk about what a bub is on this podcast. Oh. What? It's so bad. It's a... What? I mean, it's that's a, such like a mean yeah. thing to say to somebody. You don't call anybody no, a bub. No. What? That's such a gross thing to call somebody. I thought it was like brother. Yeah, you might have to bleep this out every time we say bub. That's beep. true. You're gonna have to bleep all these. Can you you're just do that for humor? Me- you're both messing with me right now. <laughs> I, right? <laughs> this could be really yeah. offensive. Uh, my only reference point for bub <laughs> is serious. What- <laughs> <laughs> my only after the show, I'll tell you what it means. Right. Uh, no, 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 no. Cartoon Wolverine calls everybody bub. So that doesn't mean anything, though, because it's still Wolverine. So it could still be a horrible Canadian insult. I don't well, know. <laughs> is is your friend Cartoon Wolverine? <laughs> oh, important question. <laughs> Not Wolverine. Cartoon Wolverine. <laughs> if you, I think it, it, it spills into the comics sometime, but I feel like it was the catchphrase in, like, the bad 90s X-Men cartoon. I know that Joss Whedon has called... has. has in his writing of the X-Men, used Bub in the comic books, but yeah. So now if your friend is Wolverine, super cartoon cool. Cartoon Wolverine. Right. <laughs> and, it, and if your friend is Cartoon Wolverine, I would just let him call you whatever, because he's got those big claws, and they're scary. Right. Yeah. And they're made of adamantium, and they won't ever break. Just no. say, hey, um, my friend, C-Dub, um, can, can, can I call you that? Can I call you C-Dub? <laughs> can we be C-Dub and Bub? And we can do C-Dub and Bub. C-Dub and Bub. C-Dub and Bub. Can we tackle the world together? Are you take me on cool C-Dub adventures with you? Taylor, you're welcome for this new comic book idea. C-Dub and Bub. C-Dub and Bub. Oh, man. Trademark, trademark. I said it. Trademark. <laughs> no one I can steal that. <laughs> I don't know what the answers are, but this question has 14 answers. Did 14 people need to explain to him that he, his friend was Cartoon Wolverine? I, I, I think it's Bub, Buddy... You know, like, I, I know there's an actual answer there, but that's not nearly as humorous as the fact that this person can't put it together. <laughs> I thought it just was like, like, it came from a word that you could also say, like, to your brother. Bub? Yeah. Well, I mean, that, okay, so you're referencing the notorious Bubby. Yes. Or like yeah. Bubba? Because I had a friend when I was much younger, who when we were both much younger called her brother Bubby. That's, um, I don't know if that's like a regional thing. 
that may it may be this part of the country. It may also exist in the South. I'm not sure. But Sissy and Bubby is yes. something that I hear in my circles wait, wait, wait. a lot. But if that's true, it just made me change my entire opinion of Cartoon Wolverine. <laughs> that's that's the case, Bubby. <laughs> like this adorable diminutive form of brother like uh, um, you know like what's the deal Bobby <laughs> I wish can we see someone out there overdub all of Wolverine saying Bub with Bobby that'd be so much better <laughs> he just he doesn't Aww. have any family so he makes everybody his family and now it's sad Oh, hey Bobby oh Wolverine you need a Bobby that's why he calls everyone that. <laughs> Don't be scared of my big claws, Bubby. <laughs> Do you, you want, want some Bubby? ice cream? Bubby. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next hit comic, see Dub Bub coming to a store near you. <laughs> um, I, I do feel bad that this person didn't have any friends to ask this question of. But his friend is the one that keeps calling him Bub. Yeah, but any other friends to say, what is Bub? <laughs> Do you think the next time... This person asks or calls him that, he could just be like, hey, what does that mean? Well, yeah, or he could just bub him back. Oh, there like, you go. Do the bub back. The bub back. Yeah. yeah. So glad to see you tonight, bub. Right back at you, bub. And then, you know, see or how that goes over. See how it feels. Start calling him C dub and then just see where he goes from there. And then see he's how like, he takes it. Maybe he says, you've cracked it. I am, in fact, car- Cartoon Wolverine. Tears off his mask. He tears off, yeah, he and he, like, rips off his shirt, too, probably, right? Because he's, Cause like... he's a werewolf? Because he's... Well, no, no he's not a werewolf. What? No. He's a Wolverine. He's, a Sorry. he's, like, half werewolf, half person wolf. No, that's absolutely no. not yes. true. There's no yes. wolf about him. Yes. No. Yes. No, he just... No. He's he hairy. I mean, he's powers. a hairy guy. His, his, his wolf in his name. I mean, Hugh Jackman's no. hairy. His, wolf in his, his, his skeleton was coated in adamantium and he has magic healing powers. And it's, he's got the big claws. He's half Wolverine. No! Half werewolf, half human. No, he's never... No. No. Yes. No. No, he's just Canadian. I know the things are confusing, <laughs> but he... But <laughs> no, I... Well. Riley, this is a whole other issue. You don't know what Wolverine is. <laughs> well, does anyone really know what Wolverine is? Yes. Yes, we just told you. <laughs> There are like whole, there are many movies and comic books. There's lots of source material here. Stop being boring about it. <laughs> Just trying to have fun with my friend C Dub and Bub. Well, you know, on the downside, uh, you know, we can't give you a super super good definition of Bub. But on the good side, you're friends with Cartoon Wolverine, so, so there you he's going to kick anybody's butt that bothers you. Good job. Good luck on your adventures. I hope you have powers too, Bub. Bub. Thank you, Bub. <laughs> Thank you, Bub. How about another real question? Let's do it. Hey, sisters. I've got a question for you about boys. And And dating. Oh. I've been good no. friends with a guy for years now, but we've never been single at the same time. He's just out of a long relationship and is flirting with me in nearly every message that we send. I don't want to be his rebound. I value our friendship and I don't want to damage it. But I also think that if we got together when he wasn't still hurting from his relationship, it could work. So sisters, I need advice. Do I stick to my guns and hide my squares at the flirting that's going on? And it's not my, it's not my brain. Every text ends with an X and there's other non-family friendly stuff. 
Or do I say screw it and maybe see if two screwy people can work it out? Much love, Sierra. 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 Mm. Mm. Date. Mm. Mm. That's tough. That is tough. I um now, Riley, do you want to start with dating advice? <laughs> I'm not good at it. <laughs> I have the most dating experience, so I feel like I should like give you two a shot first. I mean, I'm not I'm not good at it. I so. mean, I don't ever tell anybody ever when I like them ever, except for that one time that I sang to somebody on a trampoline and that went poorly. And so I never did it again. So I don't think I have good advice as how to come forward <laughs> to somebody about that you liking them. Well, I'm also nervous because we got one of the letters that we got for this yeah. show said that they took our advice about telling somebody how you feel and it worked out very poorly for them. Yeah. So and to that have- person, sorry. I'm very sorry. We give maybe we should have rethought advice. giving advice well, for a whole episode. We I have think captured the the spirit of Mabim Bam just now. <laughs> <laughs> Our advice should never be followed. Exactly. Uh, I I'm gonna give my answer, which is has been my answer for all dating in my life, which is go for it. Go Sydney for it. runs to the fire. <laughs> Right. Where else can I turn? <laughs> no, that was always my advice. That that was always what I did. I always went for it. I always felt like there's nothing more fun than falling in love. And yes, it's true. There's nothing that sucks more than when you're falling out of love, whether it's you, the other person, both, whatever order it happens in. But it does provide you the opportunity to fall in love again. So maybe she says, screw it. That's always my advice. Go for it. Run to the fire. Well, and I I will agree with that in as much as I think that like, you know, and anytime I've got a buddy where they they were in a relationship, didn't work out. My response is always like, you know, I didn't work out because most things don't work out. That's just true for most people going through your life. That's not a depressing thing. It's just that, you know, when you end up with one person, you probably went through a lot of people to get there that Mm -hmm. like the more you dilute that devastation of getting rejected or having things fail actually the better like like the, i know that sounds super depressing but like the more people that kind of like ah that didn't work out like the, the less of a big deal it seems like for that that one or two major hurts in your life you've had so i think it's important like if you feel something for somebody just just go through the middle of it go right through the middle of it. get it out of the way or or figure out how to get over it some other way but you know I, and I, it not, yes, it sounds like this other person is on the rebound, like you said, but that doesn't always mean it won't work out. I know it seems like that's like our, our go-to is like your rebound person is just that and they're not like something that could be sustainable, but I don't think that's necessarily true. Uh, and I will support this with the following evidence. <laughs> Justin and I started dating less than a month after I got out of a four-year relationship. Sydney. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Well, that's fine. Well, I mean, I was oh, out yeah. of it. Like, I was, I right. was we right. were broken up. I wasn't cheating on him. I was, but we, like, we, we started dating, what? and the first thing I said to Justin was, now, listen, bub. Bub. <laughs> listen, bub. Uh, I don't want anything serious. I've been in a long relationship, and I want to be single, and ready to mingle. I want to have some fun. So 
you know, we can have some fun and hang out and see each other and it'll be cool, but this can't, I'm not looking for something serious. And And now you have had kids. And he was like, no problem, me either, bub, and gave me the double bub. And I was like, whoa, whoa, mister. The double bub, he gave you cocaine? (laughs) 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 But then I fell in love with him and we got married and now we have Charlie. So Um, happy ending. What what I want to know is how long this talking has been going on after he's out of a long relationship. Like, how long has this been? Has this been a few days? Has this been a few weeks? Has it been a few months? Because if it's been, like, a week, maybe, wait, like, maybe he's not really thinking, you know, because mm-hmm. because you're just out of a long relationship. Um, or maybe if it's been a few months, then I, don't, I wouldn't be concerned about being a rebound. Re- rebound. That's rebound. true. Time time matters. I mean, if it, if he is, like... If somebody is just a couple days out and they're still hurting really badly and they're trying to do like the, like, I, I'm i just going to pretend like I am not hurt. I'm not upset. I'm going to mm-hmm. just barrel through and move forward, like skip the hurting part, skip the getting over it part. Obviously, that's dangerous. But you also got to remember, sometimes a relationship has ended long before a relationship has ended. Absolutely. Right? So sometimes you are mentally ready to be dating somebody else before you've even ended the previous relationship. See, I need I need more information. I need to know who broke up with who in this long relationship. <laughs> I need to know how long it has been since he has been out of this long relationship. You don't get all that. Well, but I, I do think it's it's a fair point that like it'd be one thing if this was somebody you met new and one of the first things you know knew about them was that they'd been in a long term relationship they got out of a week ago. That's a big red flag that says like, uh oh, I'm a rebound. But this is somebody that's been your friend already for a while and so it's and you said yourself like you've never been single at the same time it's possible that you were both thinking the same thing and like hopefully if he's gonna like you know make moves towards you that this person is considering your friendship in the same way that you are like hopefully so yeah, yeah. it's that's a different circumstance than just somebody you meet that happened to just get out of a three-year relationship you're like oh that's a you know that's a warning sign but this is a different situation and there's nothing wrong with like trying it out with like a test date. Like, yeah. let's have like a we'll, we'll call it a date. We will officially declare that this is a date that we're going on. This is a romantic outing. Well, you know what I mean? Bring it to, to date. This is a date. Tell the date and we want a date. <laughs> I'm differentiating it from like a friend hang. And you go out and you like test out what is it like on a date because it's a whole other thing when you've been friends with somebody and then all of a sudden you start to convert it to a romantic thing like try out an actual like first date i mean because the thing is from that you might see right away why it would or wouldn't work and going on one test date doesn't have to destroy a friendship necessarily you know right so if it if you're just not feeling it if it's just not what you thought it would be I think that that's an easy situation to back out of. But either way, I think that if you let it pass by, I mean, what if this person's really into you and maybe you're really into them and this could be a really great thing and you're you're worried about what could or couldn't go wrong and so you wait and you wait and then they take that as, well, they're just not, they don't feel the same way about me. Mm-hmm. And then they give up and they yeah. Yeah, and, and move on. That's a that's an excellent point. Like, I don't think anyone's ever going to be bummed out to hear if they actually care about you. Hey, because I care about you as a friend so much, I want to take this super slow and, you know, like make sure that we're on the same page. That's yeah. cool. Like you can, you know, to, to preserve the friendship, like 
that's that's maybe the better answer if you're into this person then like just trying to ignore it yeah exactly yeah i don't i don't think i don't think pretending that it's not happening works because i mean what i would take that if some if i was clearly flirting with somebody and they were not acknowledging it i would assume it meant they're not feeling me right but if they're flirting back then like you know go for it yeah i say go for it that's but that's always my answer sydney just loves love i do i love love there's nothing better than love well and and as somebody who doesn't go for it enough, I also say, go for it, but be be smart and, and be slow about it. And if they're really your friend and they're really interested in you, they'll respect that. True love is the best yeah. thing in the world, yeah, except no. for cough drops. <laughs> That's from The Princess Bride. I say, what's the movie version? A mutton, lettuce, and tomato or something like that? Mutton, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. Yeah, yeah. It's nice and lean. There you okay. go. <laughs> do you do the rest of The Princess Bride? No. I can do book, movie, nope. which one do you prefer? Nope. Well, we're good. We'll start at the beginning. <laughs> um, this is, this is, I mean, this was a, my sister, my sister and me, wasn't it? This is what we did? <laughs> what? Did, did you give fall advice? asleep? This is, I mean, this is what we did? <laughs> that, did that's we what it? we did. This was not a dream. No, did, we did it. Not we, like, did we do it? I think we did it. Like, I was very nervous. Are we mm-hmm. done? Yeah, well, I mean, pretty much. Like, we, there's the last funny question that Riley's going to read. Yeah, you're going to say you, some stuff that Justin says at the end and... You know. I I have my nails are painted right now. There I go. So then uh, you're Travis. Travis. That's up, that for you. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Um. Um. Yeah. That w- I hope that we helped everybody. <laughs> Only four did. of you probably didn't. <laughs> I don't know if we didn't. No, I don't want to say the boys never help anybody. I think they they help people all the time. Yeah. Maybe not with the advice they give necessarily, but with the chuckles they give. Yes, with the joy they bring. That's um, what we were seeing to replicate. If we helped you, we answered your question. I actually really want to know. <laughs> I want to know how these all. I want to know how these all turn out. Riley needs affirmation and feedback. So, yeah. like Sierra, if that works out, I want to know. I want to know. Don't you want to know? Don't you care? Oh, of course. Of course I'm curious. See? We just want to know. But this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we won't. have stolen their podcast and taken their fans. We won't chomp their flavor anymore. We will anymore. soon take their Did fame. Did you hear that? Chomp their flavor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a popular mm-hmm. trendy. I said that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We won't do that anymore, though. This is a one-time thing. Yeah. Do you want your final, you want your final Yahoo? Are you ready, Taylor? I am ready. All right, Riley. Uh, this final Yahoo is from Yahoo Answers user C-U-C, who asks, a dog smelled my butt and I farted in its face. Did I go too far? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sydney Smurl. I'm Sydney Smurl. And I'm the only one that's going to say it right. I'm your baby bro- sister, Riley Smurl. <laughs> <laughs> this has been my sister, my sister, me. Kiss your mom. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.